Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. Oh boy, we now know where we're going to be for 18 weeks of our life in the fall. And now it goes into the winter. These games go late now, but the schedule just came out. Uh, We're we're talking, you know, like five, 10 minutes ago. There were a lot of leaks going on. Here's what we're going to do today. Now, I think a lot of podcasts and whatever else they go through and they try to do, is this a win or a loss? You know, whatever. That's not what we're doing, okay? Um, we'll we'll have some time to go through those after mini camp and you know after training camp and all those things. We're gonna do that. But what I want to do is go through, look at our schedule, and I ranked each one of them one to seventeen, which we have to do now. There are seventeen games, right? Uh, and so you go through and you kind of figure out this one's the easiest, this one's the most difficult, all those different types of things, and you try to figure that out. Now, again, as we look at this, and man, there's a lot going on. You know, we're going to be talking about road trip stuff. We're doing at least three. The dates kind of screwed with me a little bit. I ain't going to lie. Nashville was a lock. They go throw it on Thursday night football, the week of Christmas. And I I don't know, you know, whenever I asked everybody, and we're going to go through the full schedule. I'll, I'll throw it up here, actually. I'll do this right now. So if you want to take a screen grab, if you're watching this where you can see video, just put the schedule up. You want to take a screen grab of that, whatever you want to do, so that you can have it. It's also, I mean, you can find it at 49ers.com. You're going to see the schedule everywhere. Um, I'll take it down in just a second. But if you want to grab it, you can. Nashville was my number one destination. I love that city. 
but it comes out on Thursday night football, week 16. Going to be cold as hell. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, right before Christmas Eve. It's December 23rd. So that one kind of hurt. But let me know. Um, again, if that's the one everybody wants to go to, then, you know, that's cool. I, I'm totally down with doing that. I'll have to swing some stuff with the misses and all that stuff. But if that's not the one that you want to go to, y'all need to let me know. We got three, okay? And so just understand that's kind of the way that works. Now, the Rams one, I live here in the Rams, so I guarantee we're doing a get-together there. And what these are going to entail, we're talking about a huge event. We're going to be written out space, whether it's a bar, event hall, brewery, hanging out the night before. So Rams Week 18, we're going to be, I'm in L.A., we're going to be having a good time. We're going to be tailgating together. And, man, it's just going to be an absolute incredible experience bringing the 49ers community together. So if you're one of those people that you go to games by yourself or whatever for financial reasons or your family's just not too into it, or if you're single, who cares? Man, we're we, we going together, baby, <laughs> and we're going to have a good time. So a lot of stuff that we've got to get through this episode. It's going to be a long one. So let, let's, let's buckle down and let's figure this out. Now, the schedule starts off week one. And again, I ranked all these games 1 through 17, okay? And as you start looking at them, man, it just gets easier and easier and easier. It's, it's just what it is. I already could tell I messed up one of my numbers. I was flying through these as fast as I possibly could, and so I messed them up. And, and here's the thing. Here's what's crazy. Week 1, we travel to Detroit, the Lions, um, 10 a.m. kickoff. Jared Goff, a poor dude, man, can't catch a break. I got to play the 49ers again right off week one. Dude just has no hope. Brand new coaching staff. And so this game, again, it's out of 17. And usually road games, that's a big deal. Um, you know, it, that, that kind of marks down the, de it increases the degree of difficulty for sure. But this Lions week, game one, I've got it as the 16th easiest game. 16. Out of 17, and it's on the road. Brand new coaching staff. They don't know what's going on. Don't like their coaching staff. And Jared Goff against the 49ers, he doesn't have the Rams behind him. It's one of the worst offenses in the NFL. Now, one thing that will be fun, Nick Bosa versus Panay Sewell. That's going to be fun to watch. I like that. Um, also, little nugget that's been floating around Twitter. This is not mine. The last two times that the 49ers opened the season in Detroit, they won the Super Bowl both times. 1981 and 1984. One before I was born, one after. Um, here we go. I think it's time to do it again, baby. I like it. So this is the 16th easiest game. Uh, I, I I think I phrased that wrong. It's uh, Maybe I phrased that right. 16th hardest game, I think, is the correct logical term. Um, I see on there, Shot J says, um, I want you here for a home game and some tequila. Yeah, I've, I'm going to make it to a home game for sure this year. Um the only reason why I'm not playing anything big for the home games is, one, um, I'm still a little hesitant on the amount of capacity that is going to be allowed in the stadiums. Um, Santa Clara, as we know, they were the most strict last year. And obviously, Santa Clara County, the lowest numbers, COVID numbers across the country almost. But I, I'm just hesitant to say, yeah, let's do this one until we figure this out. Some of these other <laughs> places, they, they had almost full stadiums last year. So we'll be able to plan accordingly for that. But yes, sir, um, tequila, I can't wait, man. You guys know my drink. I'm a beer and tequila guy. I love whiskey. It's my favorite. But I had to cut back on whiskey. Bad things happen. Uh, <laughs> anyway, week number two, 
open up back-to-back road games. And this happens twice in our season. Okay, so weeks one and two, we're on the road. Detroit, then Philadelphia. And then you got to go all the way down to weeks 13 and 14 on the road to Seahawks, which isn't too far, and then the Bengals. So usually these road games are the ones where you're like, oh, gosh, this is so long and all this stuff. Not the 49ers this year. This is a very favorable travel schedule where you're not doing back-to-back East Coast games and, you know, 10 a.m. kickoffs and stuff like that. You have Lions. Okay, that's cool. You know, Detroit is still, I guess, Eastern time zone, but it's not near as far. And then you got the Eagles. You get out of the way early, and they're both very easy matchups. The Eagles, both those are 10 a.m. coaching staffs, but I have the Eagles as the 13th hardest game we got. 13. 13. Um... And so, like, yeah, I'm not too worried about this game. Again, brand new coaching staff. Back-to-back weeks, you open up with brand new coaching staffs. Quarterback, you know, turmoil, change, all these things going on. It's interesting. And I love it, man. You mean this is my murderer's row? (laughs) Like, this is my terrible road game? Like, good Lord. Last year, the 49ers didn't even have a home. Like, we were on the road nonstop. And so you come out of these two games... Got some easy matchups, man. Got some easy matchups. Number three, week three. Finally get our home opener under the lights. Primetime game, one of five primetime games. We have the most, and we should. Versus the Packers. 520 kickoff, Sunday night football. Primetime, I love it. Um, Now, they beat us last year. But outside of that, we have had Green Bay's number. You know, is Aaron Rodgers going to play? I'm pretty sure he will. Um, But here's the thing. They beat us last year, but you got to remember this game. This was the COVID close call game, right? No Trent Williams, no Jimmy Garoppolo, no Kendrick Bourne, no Debo, no Ayuk, no Mostert, no Kittle, no anybody. We had Richie James and Craycraft were our starting wide receivers that game. It was just, it was a joke. It should have been played anyway, but you come back. I have this rated as the seventh hardest game on our schedule. I, I just don't really, I think the Packers are a better team. They're just a bad matchup against us. And so not too not too worried about this game at all, but it's going to be fun. You know, primetime game, home opener, that's going to be a blast. After that, and this is the tough stretch. You know, you, you have the back-to-back road games, and then you have these three this three-game gauntlet. At home versus the Packers, week three. At home versus the Seahawks, week four. Then travel to the Cardinals, week five. That's three pretty quality opponents. Now, week four, the uh, Seattle Seahawks, I have this ranked number six. On our schedule, six hardest. Um, we usually go home and home or split the games. I'm telling you right now, this is the worst Seahawks roster in a decade. The worst Seahawks roster in a decade. I don't know how they continue to get more top heavy. Them and the Rams, just all the talent just is at the very, very top. No depth, no quality starters, and it's just top heavy guys. How much of a difference can Russell Wilson make? Uh, That's the question, right? This is what they usually do is terrible roster, okay coaching, and Russell Wilson, go save us. Eventually, that's going to run out. That's going to run out. So that's why I got them number six at the Cardinals week five. I got this number five. Um, The Cardinals, for some reason, always play as close. Even if you go back to when we made it to the Super Bowl, both those games kind of came down to the wire. And so uh, it, it's, it's a rough game. Divisional opponents are always tough. We have the 
best division in football. There's no doubt about that. I don't think anybody would argue. So I've got that one number five. Uh, tougher than Seattle at home. Um, but the Cardinals, again, you guys, I've talked a lot about this. I do not value uh, Kip Cleansbury and kind of what, what, he, what he is. And, yeah, Steven, I see you. Steve say, uh, St Steven says, we are the gauntlet. There's no murderer's row on this schedule. There's really, really not. Because week six, you get your bye week. Okay, so you got Packers, Seahawks, Cardinals. Yeah, wouldn't be shocked if all three of those teams made the playoffs. Like, there's some quality opponents there. But then you get a bye week. So you go three games, only one road game in that little stretch there, that three game. That's all right. Now you're walking into the bye after five, you know, games. Worst case scenario is you're two and three. I don't think we'll be two and three. But you're winning the Eagles. Now you're on the road. You, you never want to say, oh, they're locked up. But, man, that, that's worst case scenario is two and three. Now I think probable scenario, right, it's probably going to be four and one, three and two. Now we're in the bye week, and this is the very first time Trey Watch kind of starts. I've been very adamant. I really, really want Jimmy Garoppolo to be the starter this year um, for so many reasons. And the time to switch is when Jimmy proves to you he is he's not going to <laughs> – how do I say this? Number one, if he gets injured, he's out. Number two, if he's not exceptional, he's out. I don't think that Kyle is going to have a short hook with him. I know a lot of fans want that. But, yeah, it, this this is kind of where Trey Lance starts going. I hate this bye week. Jason, I'm with you. He says, this is brutally early bye week, especially when you're talking about an 18-week season. I hate this. I was really hoping for weeks 9 or 10, kind of in the middle of the thing. This is going to suck because from week 7 on, man, you're, you're talking if you go to the playoffs or the Super Bowl – how many weeks in a row is that? You know, you're looking at 11 more regular season weeks plus another four to the Super Bowl. That's a long time with no break. You better get that first seed. That first seed is more valuable than anything ever. But you focus on things kind of in a quarter of a, a thing. Wait, it, schedule used to break down just fine because you'd have 16 games. So four, 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 four. Try to win those things, those each individual section. Now it's 17 games. How do you want to do that? Because the 49ers have five weeks and a bye, you are looking at this schedule. It's, it's broken up for you. The first quarter is five games. Lions, Eagles, Packers, Seahawks, Cardinals. And you kind of reassess after that. You know, four and one, three and two after that, you'd be very, very happy. I, I think that's where you want to be. Now, you come off the bye week. And again, that bye week, that's where the trade lands. That's probably where the opportunity for him to step in is going to be. Because... That's going to give them two weeks to prepare, but guess who it gets? It's against the Colts. You come back from your bye week, Sunday night football game versus the Colts, DeForest Buckner. You're going to have Carson Wentz. We have <laughs> the Bison versus the Bison, baby. Uh, <laughs> kind of look at that. That's going to be a fun game. Now, I think that it could be the hardest game for sure on this entire schedule, except it's home, and it's coming off a of bye week. So because of that, I kept pushing it back. I think the Colts are the best team on our roster, um, you know, or on our schedule. Like, who's if you just look at depth charts, who's the best team? I think the Colts are the best team that we play against. Um, I'd put them ahead of the Titans. I'd put them ahead against the Seahawks. I'd put them ahead of the Rams. But because of division opponents, road schedule, bye week, you mean to tell me we get two weeks to plan for this game? All right. And trust me, our team's going to be up for this game because – 
The Colts have so many 49ers on their team, right? Not not just Buckner. They've got some other guys over there too. So I think that this is going to be a tough game. I've got it ranked number four. But again, if I'm just looking at who is the best team we're playing, this would be number one. I think this would be the most difficult. Because we're at home, because we have a bye week, man, we got a big favor here. I, I guarantee you when the Colts saw this, they said, wait, we got to go to San Francisco and they're coming off a bye week? What the hell? That would have pissed a lot of people off. Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of stuff on there that would, <laughs> when the schedules come out, every single fan base thinks their team gets screwed. The truth of the matter is, East Coast and West Coast teams get screwed the most. If you live in the central part of the country, you have such a huge advantage. Travel time wears on you. It really, really does. And so that's week seven. I, I like the way this schedule's shaped out. I really, really do. You know, you, you keep looking through this. I've got some summary notes that we're going to get to when we get through this. But, man, this is a very favorable schedule. So you, Colts travel to San Francisco. We play them week seven. Week eight at the Bears. Now, this one, Halloween, it's going to be bananas. I hate that it's a 10 a.m. kickoff. But uh, could this be Justin Fields versus Trey Lance? Why not? Uh, let's, let's make that happen, baby. I, I would love that. Week eight, you know, I have this the number nine um most difficult game on our schedule but the bears are weird again poor coaching um you know the quarterback position has always been in flux i think justin fields fixes that he should be starting by then i don't know if trey lance will be but justin fields doesn't have near the competition that trey lance does uh, it's just not even close jimmy garoppolo is so much better than what they have at the quarterback position um for the bears and the surrounding system it's so much better. So it's not even like, okay, well, Jimmy Garoppolo and Andy Dalton are comparable. No, no, no. Look at the supporting cast that Andy Dalton has. It is nowhere near as good as what Jimmy does. And so the success is going to be lesser. So I 100% expect Justin Fields to be starting by week eight. I would say probably 60 to 70% chance that Trey Lance is starting by week eight. This is about where the transition would be made. This seems to be the case. Week eight. Week 9, you go home. You got the Cardinals, 125, so a late kickoff. That's going to be fun. Week 10, uh, we stay home versus the Rams. That's a Monday night football game, baby. Uh, so the Cardinals at home I have ranked as the 10th hardest, and the Rams at home for Monday night football, 8th hardest. The, the reason why I have that at 8, I keep going back and forth on strength of schedule and kind of who I think is the most difficult. I think the Rams are going to be the toughest matchup for the 49ers. I really, really do. Um, do I think the 49ers are better? Of course. Kyle Shanahan owns the Rams, and we own their stadium. But this game is in Santa Clara, and I, again, I think these are it's The NFL laid this schedule out for it to be a 49ers versus Rams rundown because that's our Week 18 matchup. Spoiler alert, right? Um, so usually every single Week 18 matchup is a divisional opponent. So all 16 games across the NFL. And, you know, they put the Seahawks versus the Cardinals there. And they put the 49ers versus the Rams. That's what it's going to be. That's what Vegas is saying, right? These are the tough games. These are the games that are going to determine who gets the bye week, who wins the division. That's what it's going to come down to. So this, you know, you talk about gauntlet. I don't think there is one of those, but I think this is the toughest stretch of games on the schedule, but three of them are at home. Colts, at Bears, Cardinals, Rams. So three home games, 
But again, man, that that's a four-game stretch that's pretty tough. And man, here's the great thing. After that, you get a little bit of reprieve in talent that you're playing with. Yeah, you play back-to-back -back home games against division opponents. That's awesome. Now you got to fly across the country to Jacksonville, week 11. But here's the good news. You play at Jacksonville. <laughs> you get to go against the ACL Trent Balkies. And so that's exciting. You're not too worried about them. I think the Jags are very far away from being a successful team. Even if Trevor Lawrence is great, it doesn't matter. Um, I have that ranked number 14. So that's where that one is at. And again, but then right after that, yeah, you go to Jacksonville. You come all the way back. You got a home game versus the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, who's it going to be? Kellen Bond? Who knows by then? I think the Vikings have a pretty good team. I wish this was a primetime game because you know, Kirk Cousins is just allergic to primetime. And, and so that's kind of where we're at there. I have that ranked number 11, 11th hardest game. I'm not worried about the Vikings game at all. They do have a good defense, but, man, their offensive line and defensive line, it, it's changed dramatically uh, over the last two years. They're not what they used to be. Then we get what I think is probably our hardest game of the year. Week 13 at Seattle. Sunday night football. The place is going to be bonkers. For some reason, Seattle's just a special place to play. And, you know, they weren't there last year. There were no fans. So it's going to be crazy. And they better be crazy because it's probably the last year they have Russell Wilson. So that, that's, that's just kind of where it is. It, it will, we'll just have to kind of see where that goes. But that's my number one most difficult game on the schedule, Seattle. It's just a tough place to play, week 13. But you're on the road. Then you go to the Bengals. So, again, back-to-back -back road games, which sucks. But you get Seattle, and then you got the Bengals, which is awesome. Again, 13th most difficult game on our schedule. Really not too bad. Joe Burrow's incredible. They're building some pieces there, but that defense is so far from being able to compete. That offensive line, they didn't really address it. So not too, they're just not a complete team. And the only thing that I hope is that Joe Burrow doesn't get the Andrew Luck treatment and go through another beating like we saw last year. You know, I'm not a Bengals fan or anything like that, but I hate when top-tier talent gets wasted because of the front office. And, you know, it's not a seven-on-seven -seven league. That's what I don't like. Uh, yeah, uh, I see, I, JD, I did I did call him Cliff Kings, uh, Kingsbury. Yeah, that's what I call him all the time. And so I, I do that on purpose. That is correct. Now, after week 14 at the Bengals, you come home. Falcons at home, baby. 105 kickoff. Falcons, I don't think, have a great team. They got a good offense and a lot of skill positions, and they uploaded those as well. Who knows? This might be the battle of the tight ends, right? You got George Kittle, obviously Kyle Pitts. This might be the new future. Kelsey, how long does he have up there? But who knows? This might be a wonderful tight end thing. Kyle Shanahan going against his old team. Falcons beat us last time they played us. Um, and so that's going to be something to watch there. I don't think that that's a gimme game, but I do like it. I don't think it's too difficult for sure. Week 16. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks you can turn ten dollars into a thousand with basketball hockey college basketball entries today on prize picks america's number one fantasy sports app and here's what's great it, it you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country including california texas and georgia 
On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. At the Tennessee Titans Thursday night football, 520, that's December 23rd. So family time, baby. I I really want to go to Nashville. I got the most votes. Um, so it, we'll have to see. And again, I'm going to let everybody know which games we're traveling to by this weekend. So just understand, don't book your stuff yet. Try to hold out. And again, let me know which ones you want to go to, because you know, the ones I'm leaning to now at Philly, uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. Week two, get an early game in the Rams week 18. I want to do that one as well. And then, you know, Tennessee or Chicago for the road trips. I, I just think. That would just be so freaking fun. But back to week 16, I think the Titans on the road on a short week, I think this is the second toughest game on our schedule. I actually like the Titans roster a lot. Um, their skill position players, the wide receivers are a little weak, but they're a very physical team. Um, and I can't wait to see Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw against Derrick Henry just for the test. Like, I want to see best on best, right? Who's the best linebacker in football? I don't think anybody disagrees. It's Fred Warner. Who's the most physical running back in the NFL? It's Derrick Henry. That's going to be fun to watch. I'm going to really, really enjoy that one. And so I have week 16 as our second toughest game. And, and, and this is what's so awesome about this schedule. There's it's every difficulty. You look at it like, ooh, that's going to be rough. Either before it or after it, it's like, oh, nice. You get to take a little break. The Texans. Week 17, the Texans. They still have a football team, I believe. The Texans. Really? Ugh. The Texans? Uh, they're going to be coming to <laughs> the 49ers, and I have this as the easiest game on the schedule. This is number 17. I just, even with Deshaun Watson, which I doubt, uh, things are just so weird there. Deshaun Watson's incredible on the field. It, I, I still think he's a top three quarterback. But that roster is just depleted. It is so bad. And so, I don't know, man. I, I just... The Texans, I think, are going to be bad for a long time. And I, I think that they are by far, you know, once the odds come out on Vegas on who, picking who has the first-round pick, 
or the first overall pick and all that stuff, which I love partaking in. I'm putting a lot of money on the Texans, just so you know. Like I, And we get them at home. We get them at home. Week 17. And then the last schedule we got, week 18 at the Rams in Los Angeles, ending it at SoFi Stadium. I, I think this is just going to be a blast. 125 game. Again, that last week, uh, there, there's only two times for games. There's no Sunday night. There's no primetime, whatever. I That's the third hardest game. And that is the one that I can 100% confirm. We will be at that game. We will have everything set up for our hangout and our events, all those things, week 18. Now, Couple things um, that I I want to talk about, and I'm seeing <laughs> I love this Marquez hate hate uh flying into Chicago always flight delays that is correct there are the good news is about Chicago is it's not super late in the year it's Halloween so it might not be too bad because whenever you're going to places like you know Lambeau the Packers Philly New York whatever else Boston you're looking at what time of year those games are at. There's no bad weather games. You know, if you look at the Seattle game, which, hey, perhaps the Seattle game, you know, um, let's see here, week 12. No, week 13, sorry. That's December 5th. Yeah, it's going to be cold, but it's not like late December. So December's, you don't want it to be that, but it's not going to be terrible. We don't have a lot of bad weather games, which is exciting. You know, we're in, we're in Chicago, Halloween. So we're going to be all right. This schedule is very favorable. You look at, you know, and I saw this earlier. When you're looking at strength of schedule, there's two ways to look at it. The most common way is, okay, how many teams and what, how many wins did they have the previous year? If you look at that from last year's, right? Um, yeah, the 49ers, we have the fourth easiest schedule. And so if you look at 2020 win totals, I don't think that's the best way to look at it. The best way to look at it is what is Vegas saying about each team's win totals, the over-under, right? You look at those, then you calculate. And if you look at it that way, the 49ers have the easiest strength to schedule by a long shot, which is awesome. So I, I really like that. So if you look in the, the rear view mirror, 49ers have the fourth easiest schedule. If you look in... The, you know, looking forward, the windshield, we have the easiest schedule. And a lot of that has to do with week 17. Because the way that it slates out is how you finish in your division. 49ers finish fourth. Our entire NFC West is paired up with the AFC North. Probably the second toughest conference or division in football. I think it goes NFC West, hands down, AFC North. And guess what? We got Cincinnati for our 17th game. Whereas our opponents got the Browns, the Ravens, and the Steelers. Not even close. Those are some solid teams. I hate the Browns, and I dog on them all the time. They got a pretty damn good roster right now. So, man, you're looking at just these little bitty pivot points for how things can turn and go into the 49ers' favor when looking at your division. And there's no doubt. This week 17 game, I saw Cincy on there. Oh, boy. I, I, I'm loving the way that that looks. Like, I am absolutely loving that. Now, again, you break down. Okay, so we went week by week, and we ranked out all the games. Now you look at the differences between road and home. Because typically what happens is, if you can just hold serve 
on road games, you know, split them, go four and four. Used to be eight. We have nine road games uh, this year. But if you just go four and four, you, you're almost going to make the playoffs if you can do that on the road. Well, let's look at the road games. Our toughest road games are division opponents. That's three in the Titans. We've got four difficult road, road games. We're winning a couple of those, if not all of them. And then you look at the other games that we have left. Four of our easiest six matchups are all on the road. I mean, with so many easy. Lions, Eagles, like nothing there, man. Bengals, that's awesome. Jaguars, I don't care where you play. Like that's just going to be, the 49ers are going to be favored. Now, could they drop one on the road? 100% yes. It happens every year. It's the NFL. It has the most parity. But again, this is favorable. Whenever I first saw the schedule, I was looking for the black hole, the gauntlet, or whatever. Like, oh, where, where, where are we getting screwed here? And so I go through it, and I was like, I don't, I don't see any, <laughs> I don't see any WTFs. Like, okay, let's go back through. All right, I love this schedule. The only thing that I was pissed off was that Titans game on Thursday night football. That's the only thing I didn't want. I didn't want that to be the Monday night football or Thursday night football because I really, really wanted that to be uh, a game that we could go to and you know whatever else. But maybe it is. So maybe it still will be. I don't know. I, I got to go through the dates with the wifey and sit down with the calendar and the kiddos and try to figure out birthdays and all that kind of stuff and where everything fits and doesn't fit. But I'm excited. And I, I really, really do think that it's going to be a good year. Again, this is not my schedule prediction. As I was walking in to record, uh, talking to my, my oldest, Joseph, he's 17, uh, he, he said, all right, I'm going through the schedule right now. I'm going to tell you how many they're going to win. I was like, all right, cool. You let me know. And he said 14 and three. So Joseph Chapman, you heard it here first, 14 and three. Got to hold him accountable now. Uh, <laughs> these are his, you know, what he thinks it's going to be. And yeah, I'm with you. Any given Sunday, anything can go wrong. There's no doubt about that. But man, I absolutely love this schedule. I, I feel way better about the season now. Then I did. I hate the early kickoffs on the road. I don't like 10 a.m. kickoffs ever. Um, I always want to play that afternoon game or the late night game. Um, but you got to take that for what it is. This is a question from Sean. Do you think there, if there are any playoff implications, do we rest players against the Texans before we go into that matchup? No, I don't think that you can unless, you know, I, I don't think that there's any way that you can rest players. Um I have a pretty hard time seeing Kyle Shanahan do that. Uh, he He's kind of talked about like the message that sends, and I'm kind of with him there. You go out and play. And, yeah, the Texans are bad, but Kyle Shanahan used to coach in the Texans. There's ties there. And I guarantee you, the good news is you might not have to play super hard. They're that bad of a roster. By far the worst roster in the NFL. I don't think it's close. Yeah. It's it's kind of rough, like looking at you know Philadelphia could take a turn for the worst. They've had a lot of turmoil and change. The Lions, obviously, very bad. And the great news is those three teams. You know, you're talking about the worst teams in the NFL. They're all on our schedule. <laughs> they're all there. Jacksonville, you think they're the worst? Guess what? They're on our schedule. And you just the only team that might be worse or comparable is the Jets. You know, I think they're moving the right direction. They're not on our schedule. But, man, find a, a terrible team in the NFL that's not on our schedule. And you could say the whole NFC East, yeah, somebody's got to win that division. You know, 7-9 won it last year with Washington. But, um, you know, we have Philly. 
but no Cowboys, no Giants, no Washington. But yeah, we play the bad teams, guys. This we have bitched and moaned about getting screwed over by the schedule for a long time. I'm telling you right now, they did us a favor this year. The 49ers are walking around pretty freaking excited and just double checking to make sure they didn't get something wrong. Because again, there's so many issues where it's just like, ooh, ooh, really? This is it? All right, we're cool with this. Uh, quick question. What are the most crucial games you see on the schedule? Now, the most difficult games I see on the schedule, number one, at the Seattle Seahawks, week 13, Sunday night football. Number two, Tennessee Titans, Thursday night football, short week, on the road, cross the country, all those things. Uh, those are the two hardest games. The crucial games, I'm going to tell you this right now, both games against the Rams. If you ask me, okay, and I always play this game in my head, you get to pick any two games to win on this whole schedule. Guaranteed wins, no questions asked. The number one game I would say is week 18 at the Rams. Number two would be at the Seattle Seahawks. That would be huge. But if you win both those Ram games, I'm telling you right now you're in the playoffs guaranteed. Now you can lose both those Ram games and still be in the playoffs. But the Rams and 49ers are at the top of this whole thing. And they're beefing it out. Russell Wilson's going to pull his magic. We'll see how that goes. But again, you look at rosters, there is no doubt who is at the top of the NFC West. It is the Rams and the 49ers. You look at Vegas odds, Rams and 49ers. You look at win totals, Rams and 49ers. It, it, you look at podcast experts, media personnel, whatever, Rams, 49ers. There's no doubt. Now, the Seahawks, I understand they've been doing it for so long. I get that. I totally do. I was on a podcast. I don't remember who I was with. I've been on too many. I think I've been on seven podcasts in the past five days. I got two more tomorrow. Good Lord. Uh, which is awesome. I love it. Not complaining. Sorry if I sounded like I was complaining there. Not at all. A little tired, but uh, happy tired. But I, I don't remember who I was talking about or with or what podcast I was on. But I was saying, man, I would not be. If I had to bet who's going to finish last in the NFC West, I'm, I'm, betting, I'm betting Seattle. I really am. Like, that's where I kind of feel like I just don't believe there's inner strife there. And, you know, Pete Carroll's been there way too long. There's no draft picks. There's no influx of new talent. Like, O-line's still bad. D-line got better this year. I will give them that. But, like, yikes. I just, I, I don't see it, man. I don't see it. From Mike, what game do you see uh, that could be a dark horse type of game that could scare us? Um, yeah, there's a couple of those, you know, the Vikings, that one kind of scares me a little bit just because the Vikings kind of always play really good against top tier talent, unless it's in prime time, then they disappear. Uh, but that's one that I don't really, really like. And somebody's going to shock us on the road. You know, I talked about lions, Eagles, Jaguars, and Bengals. One of those four teams is going to come out and punch us in the mouth. And who's it going to be? I don't know. It happens, you know, so often, any given Sunday, it's been typed to this chat. You sit there and you say, yeah, okay, these are easy matchups, but some team's going to come out. There's no doubt about that. Some team's going to come out and shock us. It just happens. Um, Sean, was that your podcast with Aponte? It was, man. That was a lot of fun. Um, I had Aponte on. I'm going to be on with him tomorrow. Uh, I believe tomorrow. I don't know when it's going to air, but I'm going to be on his podcast with him tomorrow and somebody else's. And... A little bit of a spoiler here. Uh, maybe I won't share this one yet. 
But uh, you guys said that you had some guests. One of the most voted person in the that you wanted me to have on the podcast reached out. We've got that set up coming up next week. So stay tuned for that because whatever you guys want, I'm going to do. So whenever you guys ask for things, it, that I'm going to do it. That's just what this is. This is your podcast. I get to talk, but it's your podcast. So whatever the hell you guys want, you let me know. Again, reach out to me. Twitter at JL underscore Chapman. You can email me, 49ers Rush Podcast. And sometimes I can't do everything. I'm still a full-time teacher. But whatever y'all want, I'm going to do it. That's just what it is. Uh, Terrell, last year uh, for Wilson in Seattle, can you elaborate, please? Yeah, I just think this is done. You know, he came out and said, I wanted to be traded to these three teams. Seattle's not protecting them. What do they do? Uh, trade away their future draft choices. They go out and they draft. Another skinny, small wide receiver who I like in Eskridge. I think he's a hell of a player. That's He's the most sacked quarterback every year. He wants out. Pete Carroll's the oldest coach in football, um, chomping his gum all the time. That just situation's getting toxic. It really, really is. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't expect Wilson. I think he wants out. This is kind of like the last hurrah, and we'll have to see what happens because, again, like they, they just don't have any draft picks. And guess what? They don't have any draft picks next year either. That first round pick for that strong safety, that's gone again. And actually, the only team that has a first round pick next year, the NFC West, is the Arizona Cardinals. Uh Rams traded theirs for Stafford. We traded ours for Lance. And the Seahawks traded it for a strong safety slash edge rusher. Um, so <laughs> I, I I don't want to be uh yeah, you take that for whatever you will. Uh John, what rookie are you most happy to see if he plays this year? I'm throwing Trey Lance out just because that's the obvious pick. Ambry Thomas, you know, I, I've been going through his film like crazy and just watching it, man, it's so easy to see the transition. It's so easy to see what's going on. And this is going to be our next episode, um, you know, our next full breakdown episode, which I, I've just been diving into this kid's past, his family life, everything about, you know, his coaching. Total leader. Oh, my gosh. And had a lot of rough issues growing up. Um, high school coach died while he was, I mean, just, it, it's, highlights are fun. And it's so, like, here, here's what I'll say, okay? Ruben Foster. Probably the coolest college highlights you've ever seen in your life. I'm a linebacker. Like, that's my blood. That's my DNA. Played that position um, amongst other positions. But I always consider myself a linebacker. And his his highlights were the best thing in the world. You go, you go watch him right now, and it just pumps you up. Like, ACDC just starts playing in the back of my mind, like, immediately. And I'm just like, <laughs> Like, I love it. However, that doesn't tell you who he is. And whenever you dove into, you know, his past, it wasn't good. And a lot of players aren't good. Or there's no past, and you can't find anything. But whenever you meet, and I say meet, I don't, I haven't met Ambry Thomas. Uh, I, don't, I don't know him. But whenever you find out the stuff that they go through and the stuff that they triumph over, and this guy's had some major hurdles in his life, recent ones too, not because of character. God, no. Amazing character. Amazing human. Like, I look up to this kid, and he's way younger than me. He's not a kid. He's a man. But uh, anyway, whenever you see those things, you just say, like, holy cow. Like, there's more. There's nuance to who this person is as a human, and it's inspiring. 
Like, it's so cool to, like, see what this guy went through. And then you watch the game tape and you're just like, all right. So you've got, you know, the talent. You've got the background. You've got the character. You've got the triumphing over adversity. This is somebody that is fighting for this. And then, meanwhile, there are some people that, you know, are rumored to be drafted number three that just don't give a shit about it. And they're out drinking. And they don't develop their body. And, like, they're not even trying to put on good publicity. Or they're not even trying to, like, prove to people that they care. And it's this entitled kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm this, I'm that. Like, it just comes across and you just feel it. And you're just like, ugh, no like, no like, no like. <laughs> um, you don't get that with Ambry Thomas. I think I went a little long on your uh, conversation. But I'm very pumped for this kid. And he's going to get playing time this year in 2021. I mean, he is one injury away from starting. And I think that he's going to be that outside guy. And he's going to get a start on special teams, which is going to be fun. And return game is as bad as it can be for any team in the NFL. Ambry Thomas is going to be returning kicks week one. Uh, that's what it is. So you can kind of take that for whatever you want to see. Um, anyway, this has been fun. I, I've really, really enjoyed this. And man, I, I feel way better now. Not that I felt bad before, but again, there was going to be some point in the in looking at the schedule where I was just going to be like, man, why they do that? Like, that's not cool. Don't feel that at all. There, This is a great <laughs> damn schedule, and I don't think I've ever said that. This is my fifth schedule breaking down with you guys on the $40 Rush podcast. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I love it. I love it. Everything just keeps going better. Everything's going better this year. 2020 sucked. 2021, I'm telling you, ladies and gents, it's great. We trade up to three, nailed the Trey Lance pick. So excited about that. The future of this program. Got the schedule. Nick Bose is back. We're going to be hanging out freaking at the games this year. Oh, I'm so excited. I love it. Anyway, that's going to do it for us today. We've got lots more podcasts coming your way. Next episode is going to be all on Ambry Thomas. Um, I've got a guest coming. Uh, we're going to be recorded this weekend. I'll release it later this week. I won't tell you who it is, but I will promise you this. You know who he is, um, and he's as good as they get. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And, again, if there's people that you want me to interview, uh, throw it out there. And some of the people that get a lot of votes, they don't even follow me, and their DMs aren't even open, and I'm trying to reach out to them, and I can't. So I'm going to try to get whoever I can. So if, if there's some people that <laughs> you're requesting and I don't get, that's eh, not always on me. And I don't want to blast them and say, oh, well, this person doesn't follow me, and they don't care, whatever. I don't want to do that. Uh, I'm not a negative guy. At least I don't want to be. Anyway, you guys are the best. Love this schedule. And, as always, stay strong and faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.